Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand, al pie del cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> Good morning, guys. It is Monday, on the cusp of another fantastic week. Um, I'm wishing you the best, guys. <laughs> it's Monday. <laughs> How was the weekend, Natch? Uh, very well, thank you. Yeah. Do you get up to anything interesting? Mm, well, I played with my kids. I watch movies with them. Yeah. Ah, what movies? Well, uh, I, I don't remember. Too sincere. Yeah, I had to <laughs> watch Disney I, movies. I had to watch <laughs> Trolls. Like, apparently there's a fifth or sixth troll movie I had to watch with my god kids <laughs> on Thursday night. You know, someone wrote to me, someone by the name of um, Javier, says, why do you and Natch always get so excited from the weekend and you never do anything? <laughs> You're never doing anything exciting. Um, my weekend was good, Natch. Um, scaled Mount Everest. I had uh, tea with the queen. Um, I went for a candlelight lunch in the in the pyramids, the Great Pyramids of Giza. There you go, Javier. Shove that up your uh, smoke hole. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did nothing. <laughs> I just sat around, played video games and chilled. As per usual, uh, a big good morning to the people joining us um, in the live audience. We've got BTI. Um, good morning, friends, he says. Vero, good morning, beautiful warriors around the universe and beyond. Carmen's with us. She says, Monday, Monday, good Monday to everyone. Yeah, that's a spirit. Um, good morning, good people all, says the bridge. Pedro's here. Happy Monday. Oh, <laughs> it's always a happy Monday, isn't it, Natch? In the Vaughn Radio universe. Looking, yeah, I'm, I'm raring to go for another great week of material, and today is no, um, uh, is no exception. In today's 100 Humans, I asked them to name something people do when nobody is watching. Nombra cosas que la gente hace cuando nadie está mirando. In today's Complete the News, um, we'll find out um, under what conditions chickens, pollos, um, were rescued, rescatados. Hmm, in, um, uh, in Cumberland, the UK. And today's unpopular opinion is modern society undervalues the importance of solitude. La soledad, uh, la sociedad moderna infravalora la importancia de la solitude. Soledad. Oh, Natch, that was close. Yeah, yeah oh, by the way, Natch, Number 79 in Spain's um, Spain's comedy list on uh, on Apple. Congratulations, sir. Yeah, yeah. He's nodding. He's nodding. He knows he's like 90% responsible for that, for the, for the Spanish tutelage. Yeah, yeah. So, so thank you, guys. If you want to help us get pushed even further up that list, very simple, guys. Leave a review on Apple or wherever the hell you can leave a review. Um, for the show. It's always greatly appreciated. Uh, tea with the Queen. I thought you didn't believe in encounters with spirits, says Pedro. <laughs> I didn't say the Queen of England. I didn't say the Queen of England. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a true story. Vera, I finished a book and started a new one and watched a whole series, says Vera. Wow. Wow, nice. Did you do any, other than movies, did you do any binge watching this weekend, Natch? No, no, no. Um, no, neither did I. I did play, I did finish that video game I got addicted to. Me and my partner got addicted to. Um, tea with the Queen would most certainly have been unusual. <laughs> with Zombie Queen. Uh, Carmen, I'm horrified in advance to think of what the hum 100 humans have said to that. <laughs> it's a good one today. It's a good one. All right, guys, I'll tell you what. I'm here. You're here. Natch is here. Let's see what's going on in the world, shall we? Um... Valentine's Day, just around the corner, Natch. Oh, God, I hate it. Do you normally gift something to Mrs. Natch? No, never. Oh, you're the... And, I'm, and I bet, because you are the kind of guy you are, she always says thank you. <laughs> She's like, you know, because Natch has this innate ability to be loved, no matter what the hell he does. <laughs> I got you nothing, sweetheart. Oh, thank you. No, no problem. Do you know what would happen? I would be immediately castrated, <laughs> sterilizado, if I got my partner nothing for Valentine's. 
Oh, talking about sterilization, what? A New Jersey animal shelter will name a feral cat after your ex, then neuter it. Un re, uh, refugio de animales de New Jersey nombrará un gato feral como tu ex y luego lo esterilizará. Does that make sense, Natch? Mm, I didn't <laughs> understand. <laughs> I know, I can see your face. Um, so, uh, an animal shelter, un refugio de animales, in New Jersey, they will, um, if you pay a certain amount, I think it's a $50 donation, they will name a cat, un, un gato abandonado, right? They will name a cat after your ex, girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, husband, and then, then they'll chop its balls off. <laughs> it's a gift that keeps on giving this is a true story believe it or not um the homeward bound pet adoption center in south jersey is running a unique valentine's day promotion for a 50 dollar donation individuals can name a feral i don't know how you say feral the translation elf uh, translated it as feral like a wild un gato Salvaje. Salvaje. There you go. Um, we'll name a feral cat after an ex-partner, after which the cat will be spayed or neutered and released back into the wild. This campaign humorously advertised with the tagline, because some things shouldn't breed, is part of uh, the center's effort to control the feral cat, or salvaje, gato salvaje, population um, through a neuter and release program. The shelter specifies that only the first names or nicknames can be used for feline namesakes. Um, let's see. Uh, Natchez's mind is still boggling. Yeah. See, Natchez is a force for good in this world. Bridge and listeners. He's a force for good. He can never even imagine something so malicious. <laughs> I bet I'd have a few cats named after me, Natch. <laughs> I bet my current partner would do that. <laughs> um, yeah, would you ever consider doing that just for fun? Just for funsies? No. <laughs> no. Apparently people are. You know, when I used to write for the New York blog, apparently there's um, there's another, there's a, a center in New York that will name cockroaches after your um, ex-lover. <laughs> Crazy. You know, I wonder if, did they do that here in Spain? Because in Madrid, at least, there is a massive feral cat community. In my barrio, there's tons of wild cats. In yours too, Nacho? Um, no, not really. No. Oh, dude. In Concepcion, man, there are more cats than people. Uh, anyway, let's continue. How TikTok created a new accent and why it might be the future of English. Dun, dun, dun. Como TikTok creó un nuevo acento y por qué podría ser el futuro del inglés. Nat, you and I are going to practice talking like this. Are you ready? Okay, so uh, TikTok has given rise to a specific way of speaking known as the TikTok voice, characterized by uptalk and vocal fry. Woo! Uptalk, a rising intonation at the end of a sentence. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm talking about, Natch? Rising intonation at the end of a sentence. You know, like they do in California. You know, like they do in California. And vocal fry, which is a creaky voice. This is vocal fry. <laughs> this style is particularly associated with young women who are often at the forefront of linguistic innovation. Researchers suggest that these speech pack patterns help creators engage with their audience. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. These speech patterns help creators engage with their audience more effectively. However, there is um, societal prejudice against these ways of speaking, with young women often facing criticism for using them. Critics associate uptalk with uncertainty and vocal fry with negative qualities, despite evidence suggesting these criticisms are based more on bias than fact. There is definitely, I don't know about TikTok, but there's definitely radio voice, isn't there? Do you, I mean, do you think, do you notice a difference? You naturally listens to more radio than anyone else. Do you notice a difference in, the, in between the way people talk in the studio and the way they talk outside the studio? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. How would you characterize that difference? I don't know. You put more intention in the radio. I don't know. Yeah, more mm-hmm. intonation, better intonation, more clarity, perhaps. Yeah. Um, Bon Twyman says, well, feral cat sounds strange, but a goat marching in front of the Spanish Legion only in Spain, says um, BTI. Rob has a new toy, says the, says the bridge. God knows what new toy that was. <laughs> but thanks for noticing, I guess. Um, and finally, in today's news, um, poisoned AI went rogue. Um, Inteligencia Artificial Envenenada se volvía rebelde during a training and couldn't be taught to behave um, again in a legitimately scary study. La inteligencia artificial envenenada se volvió rebelde durante el entrenamiento y no se lo pudo enseñar a comportarse, a comportarse de nuevo en, en, en un estudio legítimo. Oh, man. I tried, Natch. Couldn't get there. In a study, legitimamente aterrador. Is that right? <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. Poisoned AI went rogue during a tra- training and couldn't be taught to behave again in a legitimately scary study. In a recent study, AI researchers discovered that widely used safety training methods were ineffective at removing malicious behavior in large language models. Wah, wah. It's terrifying. Um, The study involved programming LLMs, large language models. That's like ChatGPT, BARD, all these um, language models that we hear about. To exhibit deceptive behaviors, then attempting to purge them of these tendencies using various techniques. So basically, in order to train out negative behavior... They program the negative behavior into these things and then try try and um, slowly get rid of them. Um, so here we go. Purge them of these tendencies. Surprisingly, all techniques failed to correct the behavior and one method even worsened the situation by teaching the AI to hide its malicious actions better. Now that is terrifying. <laughs> you know... This is just, you know, this is just AI becoming more human as far as I'm concerned. You know? I mean, most most corrective measures of poor human behavior only teach humans to better hide their malicious intent. No? And is this not just the same with AI? Um, but yeah, this is terrifying. Um, the study highlighted the di- difficulty of dealing with deceptive AI systems as current techniques do not offer reliable defense. This finding is concerning, especially considering the potential for AI systems to become deceptive in the future and underscores a significant challenge in aligning AI systems with safe safe and ethical standards. Ouch. Ouch. Um, that accent reminds me of Reagan, the protagonist of The Exorcist. It's <laughs> very vocal fry. <laughs> vocal fry and intonation. <laughs> it sounds like a Dalek from Doctor Who. Have you ever seen Doctor Who? No. Exterminate. <laughs> the new TikTok accent is basically the Daleks from Doctor Who. There we go. We've figured out the mystery. Welcome to TikTok. <laughs> oh, I love the marching goat, says Vero. Goat cabra. All right, anyway, on that note, friends, let's move on to today's Unpopular Opinion. Opinion. Okay, it's unpopular opinion time. Here we are, friends, in the beautiful, warm embrace of today's unpopular opinion. Um, yeah, today's unpopular opinion is a good one. Modern society undervalues the importance of solitude. La sociedad moderna infrava- infravalora la importancia de la soledad. Hmm. Um, I asked people on Instagram with regards to this. How do you think they voted, Natch? Maybe they said true. Mm. Little or a lot? A little. 93% true. My God. Natch, your uh, radar's broken. The the Oracle radar is off. You need It needs fine-tuning. So, yeah, 93% uh, said true. So, what do we mean by this? 
Well, let's first of all um, dig into the pros and cons. As always, I thoroughly tortured the Probo Show elves this morning, and they provided me with a list of pros and cons with them uh, with this article. Let's go into it. So, modern society undervalues the importance of solitude. In the pro column, agreeing with this statement, um, with the rise of social media and digital communication, there's a there's a societal pressure to always be connected and engage with others, leaving little room for solitude and, self ref and the self-reflection it brings. How often do you put your phone on silent, friends, listeners? How often do you just disregard your messages? How often do you just think, well, it's time for a weekend off, isn't it? You know, when was the last time you were truly disconnected? Natch, this question to you, as we know, you're a bit of um, a phone addict. <laughs> <laughs> How often are you just completely disconnected from um, from everything? Uh, well, I try to not look at my phone before I go to bed, like one hour or two. Ah, based on advice, right? Screen time advice. Mm -hmm. It's good advice as well, eh? Yeah. One or two hours a day. When you consider this 24 hours in a day, that's really not that much. You know? One twelfth. One or two hours. Two hours, one twelfth of a day. Yeah, um, I tend to have my phone on silent permanently. So I'm only connected when I actually pick up the device. Mm, interesting. Cultural emphasis on sociability. This is a big one. There's a general cultural bias towards extroversion and constant social interaction. Often seeing solitude and loneliness as loneliness or, uh, or isolation. Let me repeat that. Often seeing solitude as loneliness or isolation rather than a positive and rejuvenating experience. I have a personal, um, I have a bit of a personal touchstone with this. For the better part of the last 20 years I've been in Spain, I have spent maybe 90% of those Christmases alone. <laughs> and for those around me, we're just horrified by this. No, no, no. You can't spend Christmas alone. The, the, the idea that I was not going to see anyone, I was not going to do anything special, was just horrifying to them. Like, no, you can't spend this special time of the year alone. Let me tell you something, guys. Some of my fondest Christmas memories come from those times where I was alone. For me, the idea of spending time alone was not indicative of solitude or isolation, but more reflection and just enjoying the season um, in quite a selfish way, you know? Watching whatever the hell I wanted, doing whatever the hell I wanted. It seems, um, it seems like, yeah, modern society seems to favor extroversion and, um, and, and soci sociability. And what is, um, and why is that? Natch, I can hear some speaking going on in the background. I don't know if there's a fader up or something. I don't know. Well, that's okay. It's gone now, anyway. Natch. Um, so, so why is that? Why is that? Surely there is quite a lot of value also into in the um, in the idea of uh, spending time just meditating in your own headspace. Next, overscheduling and busyness. Modern lifestyles, with their emphasis on productivity and constant activity, often leave little time for individuals to be alone with their thoughts, depriving them of the benefits that solitude can offer in terms of mental health and creativity. It's true. We live in busy culture, right? Always be doing something with your time. And if you're not doing something with your time, then that is time wasted. Well, in previous generations, didn't think like that, right? The whole act of fire gazing was seen as a rejuvenating act. When I say fire gazing, I'm talking about our ancestors staring at the flames after a day, long day at work and kind of meditating there in their own thought processes. Same, similar thing to what we do now, usually with a TV, radio, or book. We just let ourselves drift away with whatever it is we are um, being distracted by. Hmm. And finally, in the pro column, agreeing that modern society undervalues the importance of solitude. There's an economic system in place that profits from constant engagement. Solitude does not generate revenue the same way that engaged, active consumers do, leading to a society, to society undervaluing 
Time spent alone. Now, this is key for me. If you're not doing things, you are not contributing to the economy, my friends. <laughs> so is it any surprise that every piece of media we consume, apart from today's show, um, uh, encourages us to be doing something, to be connected, to be um, constantly in um, uh, surrounded by engaged individuals? Why we ostracize those that may be um, seen as, uh, rather than extroverted, introverted. Oh, they're shy. Or perhaps they're just a little bit more engaged with that quiet part of themselves. Interesting. Okay, let's get into the cons. The opinions that disagree with this, with the statement. That modern society recognizes the importance of solitude. It is still seen as important. Let's see. Um, so in the con column, number one, there's an increasing recognition of the importance of self-care and mental health, with solitude being acknowledged as a valuable tool in managing stress, anxiety, and depression. This is true. But I question how often, you know, modern psychiatric or psych... I, I, I question how often... Um, loneliness is prescribed to people who feel lost in um, in their lives. Because to me, um, spending time alone has pretty much um, has been a, a, a soothing balm when I've been um, when I've been mentally kind of challenged. Mm, interesting. Um, practices such as meditation, mindfulness, and solo travel are becoming more popular, indicating a growing value placed on solitude and personal space in society. True, right? I mean, 20 years ago, who was meditating in the Western world? You know? It's, it's um, you know, these mindful exercises, mindfulness exercises. Remember to breathe. You know, be aware of your legs. <laughs> Just in case you're not aware of your legs, guys, that was your reminder. <laughs> yeah, it's true, but these practices are more prevalent now than they used to be. So surely the idea, the idea of solitude and the um, and the positive impact of solitude is um, is more prevalent now than ever before, right? Next, um, remote work and flexible schedules. The rising trend of remote work and flexible schedules shows an understanding of the need for personal space and time, which can include periods of solitude. And finally, in the con column, disagreeing with um, our unpopular opinion today, solitude has long been a theme in art and literature, and this continues today, suggest suggesting an enduring recognition of its value. How, um, how often in your day and do you spend alone, you know, in your own thoughts? When I wake up and when I go to sleep, maybe before. Well, like two hours, maybe? Yes. Two hours a day. That's not bad, eh? For someone who's a father and, and married, you know. Um, the, on a weekend, zero time, because I'm with Izzy. Um, but on a day, during my average day, I have two more two hours before I get to work. Well, yeah, no, two hours, an hour and a half before I get to work. And then from when I get home until the following day, I spend that time alone. Quite, quite often that time is not spent kind of picking apart the, um, uh, the nuances of the day or trying to better understand myself, but certainly spent in my own mental health, uh, my own mental head space. Hmm. Interesting. Do you um, associate time spent alone as a positive or a negative, Natch? Positive. Mm. Do you think there are people out there that do see it as a negative? I don't think you can deny the fact that as a society, we tend to sway towards um, the idea of being extroverted and being sociable, being seen as a positive thing, but being introverted and being, I don't want to use the word antisocial, but being, you know, isolated as negative things. So it's interesting to me. This is an interesting, a fascinating, unpopular opinion. Let's see what people are saying in the chat real quick. Um, wow, a lot of comments, guys. You're doing great work. Um, let's see. Vero, true. Vero says true. Um, there are times in life when people need to be alone. That's called quality time, and everybody needs it. Uh, true story. Hammer's with us in the chat. How are you doing, Hammer? Um, 
that's um, Rob. That is understandable. You talk for a living. True story. Pedro says, I believe being alone is not the same as loneliness. Having a good relationship with yourself is an essential step towards being a happier person. If you cannot be at peace with yourself, how can you be at peace with the world? Wow. Can we get a Probo approved for that? Pedro. Probo approved. On fire. Rob, how about medication? I know that you are a fan. <laughs> a meditation, sorry, not medication. <laughs> Freudian slip. I just stopped taking my pain meds and I'm in pain. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of medication right now. Yeah, I'm not a fan of meditation because perhaps I already have time in my day to spend alone. I never expect um, experience Christmas by myself, but I think the most enlightening and revealing moments I've had were by myself. Same here, Pedro. Okay, well, I'm not going to tell you how to think about this. You're going to tell me. I'm going to post a poll in the chat, and you will tell me. Um, does society undervalue infravalora, the importance of solitude? Friends, there are so many things you could have been doing this morning. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. See you soon. Hey, guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professionalbohemian, and you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professionalbohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're joining us live at 9am Central European time, and wow, what? Uh, what a start to the show we've had, my friends. We spoke about the animal shelter in New Jersey that will name um, a wild, feral, salvaje, a wild cat after your ex, your ex-lover, <laughs> and then neuter it. Esterilizarla. Right, my God, Spanish today. Um, then we um, we found about find out about TikTok voice. <laughs> um, how TikTok created a new accent and why it might be the future of English. <laughs> Basically, Dalek voice. TikTok voice! <laughs> and then we looked at a poisoned AI that went rogue. Volvió rebelde. During training and couldn't be taught to behave. Wow, um, scary stuff. And then we moved on to today's unpopular opinion, which is modern society undervalues the importance of solitude. La sociedad moderna infravalora la importancia de soledad. Interesting. So we've had the poll going live through the commercial break. We're almost at a point where we can close. Ah, there it goes. It's just finished. Yeah, interesting. Interesting because it's hard to deny that modern society doesn't seem to um, value to a higher degree um, being around people, doing things, always being engaged and um, and active, right? Why? Because then you're consuming, friends. Do I sound like a conspiracy theorist when I say that? Maybe. Maybe, but it's true. I mean, the, 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 the grease to the wheels and the cogs of our economy are people spending cash, doing things, buying things, consuming with their friends, with other people. If you are like me and you value time spent alone, doing nothing, just being, just being, then you're not contributing very well to the economy, are you? You know, or at least not as, not as actively as someone who's constantly out, constantly moving, constantly doing things, constantly seeing people, you know? So it's interesting. It's an interesting point. Are we being pushed towards um, a society where, you know, where engagement, constant engagement um, is seen as a positive attribute and loneliness or isolation or, or much better to say it's solitude is seen as a negative? I think there's uh, quite an interesting argue, argument to be made um, that, you know, that is the current situation. Pedro here, Pedro from Instagram here says... Um, with that, I'm not saying that society, social relations are not important, but I agree that we shouldn't be obsessed with trying to be around people all the time. Real relationships are not built in crowds. 
Wow. Can we get um, a Probo approved? Probo approved. Carmen says, if you are empty inside, you couldn't expect to enjoy loneliness. There are people that need to fill their own voids simply staying with others. It's not a matter of quality, it's quantity. Um, company al peso. Interesting. See, Carmen is um, is an artist, a visual artist. And so I imagine for her, just like with me, filling the time painting, for me, painting for me is my meditation. Painting or or, or illustrating. That's how I get in touch with um, with a part of myself where my conscious brain kind of clicks off and I go into autopilot. Very valuable experience. Um, and that might be different for you. Perhaps that happens for you while reading or whatever, but it is super valuable. And interesting, the idea of some people just can't be alone. As Carmen says here, empty. If you are empty inside, you couldn't expect to enjoy loneliness. See, I think that's a problem. Loneliness, isolation, they have negative, as words, as vocabulary, they hold negative connotations, right? So try and replace, whenever you're going to say loneliness or isolation, with the word solitude. There is nothing wrong with a little solitude. Painting is a meditation, true story. Reading, walking, staring at the sky, exactly. All things that I love to do. Hmm. Um, I did get some messages on Instagram with regards to this. Leo said, um, I get the need for downtime. I understand. Um, entiendo la necesidad for downtime. ¿Cómo dirías downtime? Relajación no. Something like that. Sí. Tiempo de relax. Tiempo de relax, yeah. Tiempo off. <laughs> um, but let's be real. Staying connected is key in our world. Solitude's cool and all, but we're living in a time where being plugged in is how things move forward, says Leo. It's true. It's true. That is the world in which we live in, Leo, but is that necessarily what's best for us? Do you not think that a lot of people... I mean, look, we're going through... Um, a crisis in terms of mental health right now. Can we ignore that? Really? Didn't we do a new story at the end of last week? How millennials and um, young... No, young millennials and, and Gen Z are suffering a mental health crisis? <laughs> Isn't there a loneliness epidemic? As, as we've reported previously in the show and probably you've read outside of this show. Isn't there a loneliness epidemic um, going on in the world? Perhaps instead of a loneliness epidemic, why is it we not we don't feel comfortable being alone, spending time with ourselves? Because to be honest, to be frank, my friends, it's the only way to really get to know yourself. I found out more about myself in um, doing the Camino de Santiago, doing um, a really long walk that lasted around 14 days. I learned more about myself doing that than I ever have in company. I learn more about myself while painting than I ever have alone, solitary, in a solitary activity than I ever have, you know, going for drinks over a night out. You know? Hmm. It's a, I don't know. It's an interesting subject for me. Perhaps an appreciation of solitude is, um, is really what we need right now. Uh, Maria says, I think solitude's undervalued these days. There's something about being alone with your thoughts, away from the noise, that's just irreplaceable. I agree with that, Maria. Uh, Jenna here. Jenna, first time uh, writing to us. Um, I don't have time for solitude. <laughs> I like to keep my followers constantly updated. Horror. Horror, Jenna. <laughs> that just makes a few more hair, a few more of the hairs on my beard turn gray reading that. Oof. Yeah, look. If yeah. I th I feel like we're engaging in activities just so we can share them on social media rather than even, you know, making the most of those activities. Just creating Instagrammable moments. Surely that's not the legacy we want to le leave behind, right? Hmm. Pedro here in uh, Instagram says, Again, to be alone is not to be lonely. Unfortunately, we don't have a good way to say that in Spanish. Solo es solo. Solo es solo solo. <laughs> yeah. 
you have um, do you have a word for solitude, Natch? Soledad. Soledad. Does it have negative connotations? Mm, I can. Can do. Mm, I mean, it can. It can in in English as well. But you know, it can also have positive connotations as the way we're using it today. Um, Forrest says, in a post-COVID era, some people are voicing an issue that folks who now work fully remote miss uh, miss the commute time due to limiting time being alone from like 5% of the day to literally zero. Hmm. So that commute time, says Forrest here, was their, their time to be alone with their thoughts. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. Um, can we get a Probo approved for Fors? Probo approved. They missed the commute time. Interesting. Um, uh, Carmen says, I know a friend of a friend of a friend who's who deactivated WhatsApp during confinement in 2020 because they felt like everybody was in their living room 24-7. Yeah. Soledad is both solitude and loneliness, says the bridge in Spanish. Ah, got you. Hmm. It's true. It seems to be that forced solitude for a lot of us during the pandemic. I mean, if you live alone now, then during the pandemic, if you're like me, you spent that time alone. And that forced solitude, rather it be than it being a um, maybe a, a decision that you made with your own um, volition. I'm going to be alone for a few hours, a few days, and just enjoy my own company. Because it was forced, perhaps has led to even more of um, a lack of appreciation for what is spending time with oneself. If only there was a word in the, Eng- in the English language, in the Spanish language, for um, so many of our listeners out there, that properly communicated the, the act of spending time with oneself a word that wasn't mindfulness (laughs) or meditation but really really the simple act of fire gazing of just thinking pondering but no we we attach labels that that tend to have negative connotations that's a problem for me um tom final comment here from instagram absolutely society's missing out out in nature, the peace you find in solitude, it's something else. It's essential for balance. Yeah. Yeah, I am, I completely agree with that statement. I completely agree with it. I mean, in times of real strife for me, I've tried to close chapters of my life by spending extended periods of time alone. When my aunt died, there was a period of time, wow, years and years ago, um, I want to say 2005, 2006, something like that. My aunt died. My aunt um, had a big, uh, a big impact on me growing up. She was one of the people that raised me. She was a fantastic lady. She died, and I, um, we lost. Um, well, I, I separated from a relationship that was important to me at the time. It was the first time I did the Camino de Santiago, spending an extended period of time alone in nature. And I came back. <laughs> I came back in pain, but renewed. Um, and I, I mean renewed kind of in a very kind of mental sense of the word. The second time I did it, I was getting over the death of two of my closest friends. And I came back renewed, like I closed the chapter. These are things I don't think would have been possible. Well, I know wouldn't have been possible because there were extended period of times, periods of time between those um, bereavements and me getting over them where I just simply could not achieve that closure on my own. I could only achieve it by um, by spending time in solitude. I don't know how much, how much of a part nature played in that, but certainly solitude helps. Anyway, let's see what you guys said. So I made the statement that modern um, society undervalues the importance of solitude and you guys said (laughs) 80% true well done well done well done the bridge says introspection yeah introspection introspection is almost impossible to do (laughs) in company right 
What are you doing, sweetheart? Uh, I'm just <laughs> thinking about myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Introspection, though. It's, um, uh, you know, it's vitally important. I feel like, you know, in the attempt to create a personal brand, you know, in the attempt to always be creating some kind of um, an image of yourself, we forget about the real self that's behind that. Does that make sense, Snatch, to you? The idea of kind of always posting the perfect image of the perfect moments in the perfect timeline of your perfect life, we kind of lose touch with um, with the reality that is being ourselves. We kind of get lost. You know, those things that bring us joy can all of a sudden bring us pain because we don't spend time really analyzing what it is we love about ourselves or about our lives about our jobs, about whatever it is. We lose touch. Those voices around us, even with the best intent, create doubts rather than listening to our own voice. Does that make sense, guys? The idea of being more easily influenced because you're not spending enough time with yourself that's my take on this. I think, yeah, modern society is not um, recognizing the importance of solitude. I think society benefits quite a lot from the idea that we're always engaged and moving around. And I say, if there is going to be a revolution, let it be that one. Let it be a revolution where we um, start to appreciate that time a lot. And on that note, guys, let's move on to today's 100 Humans. Ooh, lordy. We got a bit serious there, guys. We got a little bit serious, Natch. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right, it was a long walk to work today across snow-capped ma- uh, valleys and through... Um, no, snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans, and I asked them all a question. Today's question was... Name things people do when nobody is watching. Nombra cosas que la gente hace cuando nadie está mirando. Um, a big thanks to my friends on Instagram, uh, Will, Vero, Materio Oscura, Pedro, Pilar, uh, La Chica de la Segunda Fila, um, Coco Lavanda, Nessa Vanessa, Is- Izzy, Ravdos, my God, there's a lot today, uh, CJ Barbas, Rafelka, and many more, I just can't scroll anymore, for um, interacting, we'll get to a few of your answers today, but as always, first we go to the Oracle, what do you think? Pick your nose. Pick your nose. How do you say that in Spanish, Natch? Urgarte la nariz. Urgarte la nariz. Okay. Is pick your nose there? Vero on Instagram agreed with you. As did La Chica de la Segunda Fila. Um, I think Ravdos. Yeah. <laughs> he says pick your nose. Well, a lot of you actually said picking your nose. Rafelka, CJ Barbas. Can I just say, guys, listeners, you're disgusting. <laughs> I'm joking. We all do it. We all do. It's things you do when you think no one's watching. Pick your nose. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. Well done. It's there. Pick your nose is there with um, seven of a hundred humans. It's in fourth place. Well done. Well done, Natch. Um, uh, Pedro from Instagram also right here said, pick your nose. Um, All right. Cavi. I don't know how to say this. Cavilaciones. What's that? Cavilaciones. Do you know where it is, Natch? It's como pensamientos. Ah, okay, okay. I think that's maybe a translation of introspection there given Mm -hmm. to us. All right. um, A quiet revolution, says the bridge. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Meditate. Meditate, says Pedro. Meditate. Hmm. Is meditate there? No, it's not. There's a few of these. Uh, there's a few of these answers that are <laughs> a little bit depressing. I'm going to be honest with you. Thoughts, says Vero. Thank you, thank you. Musings, says the bridge. Okay, let's take a look at. Um, uh, oh, Fours out of nowhere has a great answer. <laughs> he says fat. Um, tirarse un pedo, fat. You know, a bunch of people online said fat as well. Um, <laughs> I don't know what happened to Ravdos, but he went crazy. He did say fat as well. Um, as did Pilar. 
in a, in a second, the list that Ravdos has provided is impressive. We'll go through all of them. Is Fart there? Sadly, it's not. It's a great one. But it's not. Um, uh, Cameron in the chat says, talk to themselves in the mirror. Talk to themselves. Something people do when they think nobody's watching is talk to themselves there. Yes, it is. Well done, Carmen. Well done. It is the third most popular answer with nine of 100 humans saying talk to themselves. All right. Very good. All right. Let's uh, continue. Um, <laughs> okay. Ravdos, among the many things that he said, he said binge eating. So eating, you know, those low, at nighttime, you're on your own. You're bored. You eat. I can relate. Is it there? Yes, it is, Ravdos. Well done. It's there. It is the the fifth most popular answer with five of a hundred humans saying eating. All right, well done. Um, I talk to myself out loud, out loud all the time. Um, says um, says Conman. I'm getting someone sending me messages. Annoying. Okay. Um, Rob never does that. Talk to himself. I may, I've made a living out of doing it, Bridge. <laughs> um, all right. Let's continue. Let's continue. Um, okay. I'm going to give you... Okay. You, who doesn't go... Oh, actually, this is a... This is a, a, a big clue, Natch. You do this alone, I would imagine, when no one's watching. If you go to a gym, perhaps not. Oh, what is it, Natch? <laughs> Workout. Workout, exercise, well done. All right. <laughs> um, talks is very, we had that one, well done, but it's, um, it's there. Okay, next one, clue. If you're really, really sad, you do this. Something you might do when no one's watching. Where is it, Natch? Right. All right, it's there, well done. Um, well done to Foz and the Bridge and Vero, who also said cry. Well done there, guys. Okay, two more to get. The second and the first most impo important. The first most um, uh, popular answer you may do in the shower <laughs> when no one's watching. What is it, Natch? Something you do in the shower. But keep it clean. Have, the other, the yeah. other thing. Wash, wash your... No, 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 <laughs> Okay, Fors, the bridge, and Vero all say sing. Well done, guys. It's there. <laughs> and it's the number one answer. <laughs> oh. Natch, the fact that you didn't think sing <laughs> has people thinking all kinds of things. <laughs> uh, yeah, Carmen. Carmen. <laughs> I can't read it out online, but yes, correct. That's what we're all thinking. All right. And finally, uh, FridayCon in the chat says, dance, it's there, well done. Second most popular answer. Conman joining us all the way from South Africa today. How are you doing? All right, let's go through the list. I asked 100 humans to name things people do when nobody is watching. In position number... Seven. Exercise, ejercicio. In position number... Six. With four of 100 humans, cry, llorar. In position number... Five. Eat, comer. Five of a hundred humans said that one. In position number four. Pick their nose. Urtar la nariz. Right? Or el nariz. La nariz. Urgar. Urgar. Okay. In position number three. With nine of a hundred humans, talk to yourself. In position number two. To dance. Bailar. And finally, in position number one. Sing with 44 of a hundred humans. Well done, guys. I wonder if the 100 humans were being politically correct, says Carmen. I had to guide them today. They were being very dirty. All right. <laughs> Let's go to complete the news. Complete the news. Okay. We have to be really quick. I'm going to give you a real news headline, but I'm going to leave out some important information. You guys will complete the news with the three options I give you. Here we go. Chickens rescued from blank in Cumberland. Pollos rescatados de blank en Cumberland. Pero de qué? 
from what? Is it A, an animal testing laboratory? Laboratorio de pruebas con animales, maybe? Yeah. Is it B, a KFC? Un KFC. Un KFC. Dude, de toda la vida. Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> or is it C, an online reality TV style set? <laughs> un set de un reality en línea or en el internet. So yeah, there were, you know, reality TV chickens. I don't know. Is it A, B, or C? Chickens rescued from blank in Cumberland. A, animal testing facility. B, a KFC. Or C, an online reality TV show. A, B, or C? Ooh, the chat is smoking, Natch. What do you think? C. You think C? You're in, in agreements with the chat. Let's see the real answer. Chickens rescued from... The answer is C, an online. <laughs> an online reality TV style set. It's true. Has TV gotten so bad that we're watching ticket chickens on reality TV? <laughs> chickens were rescued from an online reality TV style set in Cumberland, Rhode Island. Oh no, this isn't in, in the States. Where they were being used for stream for a streaming show. And now they're in need of adoption. Adopt a chicken, guys. They're delicious. Uh, a group called West Place Animal Sanctuary in Tiverton rescued 10 chickens from a Cumberland reality TV show set. These chickens were used for an online reality TV style show called Fish Tank, which was streamed 24-7 from a house in Cumberland. The chickens were released in the house for a comedic bit, but the producers decided to get rid of them. Wow. I'm not sure. I, as you know, Natch, I have, um, <laughs> I have a certain addiction for reality TV shows. I don't think I could ever bring myself to watch chickens doing <laughs> reality TV. <laughs> um, no, we're not in Cumberland anyway, says the bridge. Um, guys need to leave. No worries, Pedro. We're all leaving right now. Guys, what a great start to the week. Thank you so much for being here. Um, please do leave more um, uh, more reviews and things like that if you want to see the show grow. You can always keep up with all the um, links and news that I use in the show. Very simply on my Patreon, Professional Bohemian on Patreon. Guys, so many things you could have been doing today. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. See you next time.